Hello there. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. I am your host Key, and I'm joined by Claudia with a K and Deck. On today's episode, we wanted to talk about Saltburn. Let's see it, sure. Now, going into this, I'm hosting because I haven't actually caught this movie yet. It, I kind of knew about it, uh, didn't quite catch me, but my two co-hosts have gone. So I'm going to kind of ask them a few questions about this movie, wrap my head around it, and see what they thought about it. So, yeah, so far, my only clues here about the movie are the words in the title, Salt and Burn. So is it a badly cooked steak? Or is there something else going on with the story here? Well, there's definitely something sizzling in the pan with this movie. Filling in for me with something short about the story? Deck, everyone. <laughs> well, I wasn't even going to describe the story per se. It was more of the experience, I guess, of how we came about this film. So, Claudia with a K and myself were invited to the cinema on a very powerful Friday evening to see Saltburn in the Omniplex. I hope all our powerful friends do enjoy this episode and, you know, all our powerful listeners also listen to this episode. So, Claudia, do you want to explain the story for us? Okay, story. Lord, where do I even begin with that? So, it is a a black comedy slash psychological thriller. I got that much off internet. So, sure, what can go wrong here? Well, I suppose essentially the story is about a boy, a young gentleman, Oliver is his name, who is bright as a bulb, and I don't mean it as a sarcasm here. He's very bright. He gets a scholarship to attend Oxford University. School is filled with what I can describe as privileged kids from wealthy or aristocratic families who do not want to play with Oliver, you know. He's he's an outcast, essentially. So, you know, he does try very hard to join, you know, the cool kids, but he's just left with this, like, nerdy and rather creepy guy who just keeps feeding him crunchies, you know. Um, but anyway, eventually, um, the events, uh, that include a broken vehicle brings Oliver to one of the cool rich kids, you know, kind of brings them together. The name of, um, the cool kid in question is Felix. And he is essentially what I can describe as key to Oliver's happiness you know they they bond and they get a bit closer Oliver opens up uh, to Felix about his family you know struggles and eventually Felix I don't know whether he just liked Oliver so much or he just feels sorry for him but nevertheless he he invites Oliver to spend summer at his house so the hint is in the title uh, because the estate is called Salt Saltburn, so there it's one word, not two different words. Okay, we're not talking about steak; we're talking about estate mansion called Saltburn. Wait, 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 wait! 
an estate or a stake? Okay, he's he's a lost cause. He doesn't read anything I write in the bloody scripts. Yeah, break through the fourth wall on that scripts, but what's the rating on this film again? Because like so far this story about these two guys coming together sounds quite or eighteen. We'll get there, we'll get there. Right. Where was I? Oh yes, so Summer in Saltburn. Okay, so when we eventually get to this estate, mansion, property, is that clear enough for you, Deck? <laughs> so we are <clears throat> we are introduced to other characters. So Felix's parents, his sister, Farley, I think Felix's American cousin he was. And some other chick that mother is friends with that I don't I don't even know what her deal was in the movie, but I don't care. Um so oh, and there's this creepy butler that he looks like he just needs to go to the bathroom all the time. But anyway, key characters, right? We got that far. So there then as we are kind of the story is progressing within this mansion property building. Uh, there are some, you know, eye-scratching moments between Felix and Oliver. Also between Farley and Oliver. There's some scenes that elude Oliver's crush on Felix. But I will get to that later. There are also some romantic moments in the garden between Oliver and Venetia. So Felix's sister. Like, it, it really gets your heart pumping actually you know like real pride and prejudice moments there with you with kind of a touch of vampire diaries in it like really really good stuff there's also some really heartbreaking moments in this movie like we hear of oliver's father passing there there's there's even one more funeral in the movie and i really have to say it's it's so graphic that totally made me put my popcorn down and go like oh my god there was an f word as well by the way but you know i can't say it um you know in on the recording so finally there's a a really strong ending to to the movie you know it really strips down the story you know, some of the endings just kind of leave you hanging. You can say that this one is, you know, a bit hanging as well. But, at, you know, at the same time, it's it's really like in your face. Like once you see it, you can't unsee it, you know, really. I mean, wow, like well acted. So, yeah, that kind of sums up the story of Saltburn. Okay, so now that we have the story, what did we like about it? For me, um, the acting. I thought everyone in this cast was on top form. Everyone knew the assignment, you know, and got it across so well. And I would even argue some very underrated performances here as well. Um, You know, we've got Rosamund Pike, who... She doesn't have that much screen time, screen time, and every time she's on screen, you're just drawn towards her. 
And yeah, it's a very, very strong performance by her. You've got Richard E. Grant playing the father. And I mean, he's just having the cheesiest fun time ever. Um, And I think just the two of them are kind of the main standouts, really. Everyone else, it's like, this is a very strong performance where the younger members of the cast really have been given a chance to open up um you know with their acting styles try something different they're being left free they're left to go into the wild a little bit with their performances and i suppose at times they're playing characters that are that are bare you know where you can build you know what you want onto the the character and and kind of give that i suppose well-rounded you know person that you're seeing on screen this isn't just rich boy son american rich cousin you know that's what you might have gotten from it on the face of it but everyone here in the cast really just elevates it they rise to their roles and yeah i couldn't be happier with something like that because that is what caught me the most on this film you know seeing the cast i'm like huh there's some you know seasoned pros i guess and then there's some actors that I'm like, ooh, I would have loved to see more of them. And this film does show us a lot more of those actors as well. And there is an actress from Cork as well in her film debut in this. So, and she's not just a little cameo part. She does play a pretty big part, you know. And she's definitely giving it socks. She is definitely, you know, really pushing it here um, to kind of go, yeah, I'm I'm a good actor. But yeah, no, I really thought the the cast was outstanding here. There wasn't a weak point in any of the, the main characters. Claudia? Overall, on the acting front, Deck, just to add to your point, um, I definitely enjoyed a mixture of lesser known or people that are new to acting paired up with more established actors as well. And the way they bounce off each other is really, really top-notch here as well yeah i don't think we actually knew probably people say it's not hard to believe richard e grant and rosamund pike as aristocrats no it really isn't um and i like they're they're taking very caricature characters and they're making something of it it's the younger cast is definitely given the the oomph of like yeah this is this is your chance to to shine and um give give us something different that we haven't seen on screen before. Yeah, but you have to, uh, you know, admit that some scenes in it, let's say challenging scenes, at least that's what I would call them. You know, you can see those experienced and less experienced actors pulling it off perfectly. So, yeah. Um, What else did I like about it? Oh, yeah. So the, the twist and turns um, in the movie were actually really well made, in my opinion. Some I expected, some I didn't. And the kind of the real motivation of the main character, when it was revealed, I was like, Jesus, that's, yeah, like, that's nice. I, I personally didn't see, see it coming. I don't know how about you, Deck. I kind of had a few hints as I was kind of going along and I was thinking is there going to be another twist or is this it and I'm kind of glad they did stick away with it because 
I suppose they didn't like spell it out to the whole audience of what the main character's motivation was. And there's like a montage towards the end where it does kind of wrap it all up in a nice bow. And even at that montage, it still doesn't spell it all out for us. There's still enough there where I'm like, yeah, that that's a, you know, it's a twist that we've seen done before for sure. But this one is just, it's executed so well. It's given enough time to breed and it doesn't end up in the dirt as a twist. So the cinematography I think is gorgeous here. It opens like a classic British film from I suppose the 60s or 70s. And there's just these striking shots throughout. Where of course we're we're on the Saltburn estate. And you know you've got these beautiful large classic rooms. You know big open windows and beautiful furniture. But... It's not like the camera has to move. It's not zooming in all the time. It's well framed. Every shot is very well framed. And yeah, at times it's probably too well framed. But if that's even a critique, I guess. But it does just give you this soak it in. You know, let's just soak you in. Even the most basic blocking scenes where there's four or five characters together. It's how they're positioned and... How they interact with each other and, you know, just that ever so slight angle really does help, um, I think, you know, to keep the engagement going along anyway. And is this the first time this director is dipping into this genre or do they kind of have a track record? It's, from seeing her previous film, it is a little bit different in that sense. It is definitely a bit, you know, wilder, I guess, with its its cinematography. Um, and it is it is definitely playing homage to some stuff but it's also you know taking what it has and making the best use of it as well you know you've got let's be honest a very attractive cast and it's using that cast to its best ability of the lighting is good the angles are good it's not trying to i suppose this this character's ugly so we need to frame them like they're ugly it's like everyone's beautiful and yeah, it's it's using that like it's it's very clearly like there's a few striking close-ups, um, to put it lightly, I guess, and even those close-ups gets a reaction from an audience. Like when we saw it, there's one close-up in particular where you could hear the audience groan, and I do think as shocking as that scene might be, um. I think how it's framed is very, very well done for for an angle of that. It's very, very well done. But yeah, it's cinematography is beautiful. It's a very beautiful film for sure. So we've covered the acting, we've covered the visual, but what about the audio part of audio visual? (laughs) So the music, I suppose its use is very, very well done. It's got a soundtrack that I wasn't expecting but I suppose when it does tell us of when this film is taking place, I was glad that it did use these songs. Um, so there is a bit of, you know, an orchestra being played, but there's also very regular used music um, throughout, you know. Um, there is, I suppose, a song at the end that I wasn't expecting. I'm very glad that song was accompanying it. 
And yeah, I really can't think of a better song to accompany the end of the film because it's the lyrics sum it up. But it's also such a good song to dance to as well. If I'm not mistaken, one of the melodies that is played earlier in the movie was also played in uh, Pride and Prejudice, which is quite fitting because the actress that plays the mother, again, not attempting to pronounce her name, uh, she was also in Pride and Prejudice. Now, you say that she doesn't have any aristocratic connections. Well, she was one of the Bennett sisters in it, so, you know she was in a similar role like that just based in a different century you know also if you don't want to say her name you could just say gone girl and people will get it yeah yeah it's it's uh, gone girl yeah okay i haven't seen gone girl okay or miranda frost for any james bond fans out there so we've covered the good what about the bad points that is not characters Oh, God, Uh, I'm not sure where I even begin with that. But I'm going to say the bathroom scene was of poor taste. Uh, It served the purpose, definitely, as it kind of showed the crush that evolved into obsession. But being the audience watching this, you know, it, it was not such a good experience. And... Jesus, it was really too much, you know. Um, the graveyard scene, like the bathroom, same to me, exceeded limits of good taste. And, you know, it didn't have to be so detailed, let's say. You could kind of convey the same message without um, revealing too much. Uh, finally, the last scene. You could say is shocking but considering what we have seen before you know it actually felt like a breeze literally and figuratively um so overall the final dance scene let's say wraps up the movie really well yeah look i I suppose for my own dislikes yeah i mean as claudia has alluded to there is i suppose three to four shocking scenes in this film and I do think they're played for a shock value but I think the first one is probably just a little bit too much I think the second one is that scene that I referenced in my likes where I think the framing of it was outstanding it's just the content of said shot is just a bit too slippery um, for my own uh, tastes I guess then I suppose as good as the cinematography is, there is a scene at a gravesite that I think just lingers on way too much. Where I don't think the point of the scene has we've gotten it across. And it just keeps going. It just really just keeps on going. Where, yeah, it's an audience reaction. Live, I think it definitely got a reaction. Um But I do think that's a scene where it thumbs up perfectly for something that I, you know, aim for, I suppose, in in the filmmaking world is less is more. You know, you could have gone that scene across with a lot less. And I think the impact would have still been felt. So that is something that I do think, you know, is just a bit much, just a little bit much. 
Also, I do think the ending scene is actually fine. Yes, it might desynthesize you to it by the end of the film. But I do think the ending scene is, yeah, works well for the film. If the other shocking scenes were removed, I still think the ending scene works. Um, It's not a shocking scene. It's more of like, yeah, how else would this film end? And I do think it is murder on the dance floor of how that scene is portrayed. Yeah, it's a memorable ending. Whether it's a good ending or a bad ending, I suppose that's left up to the viewer. For me, I did actually like the ending. Um, It it wasn't too shocking for me, I guess. Something else that I suppose really... I suppose devalued the film a little bit for me was the scripting. Um, As much as I can praise the cast, I do think they're working with a very underwritten script I guess is the best way I can kind of put it it is lacking it's just lacking an oomph somewhere in the script and yes there's scenes that are written for shock value yes of course but a lot of dialogue between some of these characters is just so basic you know where I think another go at this script might have you know gone a little bit sharper a little bit smoother little bit tighter like i guess um it might have just come across as a bit more cohesive as a script but saying that the cast are elevating what i do think is a pretty poor script um so yeah both a praise and a negative there claudia any other dislikes from yourself yeah i'm just kind of thinking that the the pacing of the movie you know, I wasn't so thrilled with. But again, saying that, I'm not sure if it was the movie, the the scripting, you know, as a kind of whole, or is it just down to the scenes I didn't like? So, like, what do you think of the pacing of the movie overall, Deck? I actually thought it was is quite tight, even with the weird script, I guess, with the, I suppose, lacking in a lot of departments. The overall flow of the film didn't really slow down. It kept moving. It was kept, ooh, I wonder what's not going to happen next. But I want to see where they're going with this. And yeah, so visually it does entrail you. But, you know, you do have a stunning looking cast. Let's be honest, between every actor in this. Where maybe that eases the pacing a little bit for me then. Uh, maybe I wasn't too critical of the pacing of the film. And it's, what, I think just under two hours. It didn't feel like it was over long for me at, at any stage. So so we've covered story, likes, dislikes. Is there some way we could rate this film, Dick? Ooh, I wonder how. I wonder how. So, our rating system. We have a three-tier system. It is, don't see it. So, close your eyes. Just don't picture the film. Don't go to the pictures of this film. There's a maybe see it where, you know, maybe give it a go. It's a, you know, you know, you kind of give it a bit of a stroke and go, yeah, you know, it's not so bad. And then it's see it. It's a glorious masterpiece. Outstanding. Triumphant. See it. So that is our rating system. Claudia, do you want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose overall, 
uh, the movie, the cinematography, the story, the acting, music, and how it kind of all flows together, despite of some provoking scenes, it is a see it for me. That was apparently a shock in the room. Yeah, <laughs> there was just just a bit of a you know a bit of an awkward silence there, which I'm sure is gonna be cut out of the recording. And both of them instantly looked at me. But yeah, I couldn't believe it myself. I was pondering on that rating for a week, and we have to appreciate this movie for what it is, and try to look past let's say three or four questionable scenes because overall it's a it's a really well made film you brought this rating system in deck no yeah no i got it it. yeah (laughs) well even with your shock rating i was gonna just say to maybe see it i think there is a lot of good here there's a lot of bad and there is a lot of ugly in this film it is something that i would go back and watch again but then I will remember if, oh, really, these scenes? It doesn't derail the film or anything for me. It's just more of like, like I said, my personal taste is, well, less is more with scenes like that. But overall, I do think this is a very well acted, it's very well directed. And its ending scene is just a bit of a laugh. And sometimes just having a good middle tier film is all you really need sometimes. So, yeah. And, yeah, speaking for myself, I had heard of Saltburn coming out in cinemas, but what I'd initially heard didn't really hook me from the offset. But based on this podcast episode we had, I think I would give it a maybe see it for myself. And the reason for that is, while before I was maybe going to leave a pass, so almost be a don't see it for me, there was some aspects you covered were kind of pushing up to a see it for me that it has good performances it pushes some weird and interesting things some new things some interesting cinematography coming back to things but when you also mention that some things are kind of gratuitous or dialogue can be a bit too stifled not quite flowing well those could be things that would kind of push me into the don't see a camp so i think with the positives and the negatives it pushes that into that maybe see it bracket for mm-hmm. me so I don't know if I'll catch it when it's still in cinemas, but it's definitely much higher on my radar now than it was originally when they hadn't covered it. So we've had the ratings, and I guess to close it out, any final remarks for people? Um, even though I wouldn't call it a triumphant one, just a slight correction from the rating. It, yeah, just you have to enjoy it for what it is. Okay, uh, for myself. Was never have I come out of the cinema being so conflicted if I fully enjoyed a film or if I disliked it. Uh, and that's why I kind of have to give it a maybe. You know, it is just, I am that little bit torn. But there's enough where I liked, there's enough what I disliked, I guess. Um, but saying that, the final scene is definitely a memorable one. If anything, that final scene will definitely stick with you. So I guess from us to sign off, Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are listening.
That's the it show.